Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Three, two, one. But I've worked it out. I love to listen to your podcast. Whenever you say something, other people react to it. Taking my breath away, Aaron. Fern Lundquist joins me. Hall of Famer Jim Calhoun. NASCAR icon Dale Earnhardt Jr. Kirk Herbstreet is Welcome on in, the phone. Welcome everybody. Episode five. Wait. 57 yeah. of the podcast. This week, America, the Air Sports yeah. Podcast. It is Friday, July 15th, 2022, people. I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody is having a great week, including myself, because my vacation is over as you listen to this. And I hope everybody's ready for a fun Friday episode of the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast in what I have dubbed Long Form Week. So by now, you've probably figured it out. I am away on vacation. I will be back on Monday with a normal new episode of the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast. Hopefully rested, hopefully relaxed. That remains to be seen. But with that said, this week, being on vacation, I decided, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to go ahead and do some, rather than not give you anything at all, because I'm a man of the people, I said, I'll go ahead and interview and do some long-form interviews and post them in place of a normal episode. Monday, we did TreyWallaceOutkick.com, loved talking to Trey. Wednesday, Josh Pate, 24-7 Sports, I think one of the most unique voices that we have in all of sports, really enjoyed talking to him. And then finally, today, you talk about unique. You talk about one of a kind. You talk about one of one. We're welcoming on John Fanta, one of, again, I think he's a rising voice in the sports media. He covers college basketball for Fox Sports, foxsports.com, and the Big East. This guy is so energetic. He is so fun. Uh, One thing worth noting, by the way, I interviewed him literally right before the USC-UCLA news broke. So we do end the interview by kind of talking about, oh, the Big East and college sports and everything's going great. And then it all kind of came crashing down right after. But I do think that you're going to enjoy this interview with John Fanta. Just a really fun, refreshing guy. He takes you through his journey. Grew up in Cleveland. How does he end up in Big East country? How does he end up, frankly, especially in the media, as one of the faces of the Big East? I think you guys and girls are really going to enjoy this. Before we get to John Fanta, a couple quick reminders. First of all, make sure that you're subscribed to the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, all that good stuff. As I told you, leave a rating and review. Go ahead and drop a question in there. I'm going to do a mailbag uh, segment on Wednesday. So go ahead and drop your questions in there. And finally, uh, as I said, by the way, make sure all the social media stuff, you know the rules. Uh, But finally, make sure that you shoot John Fanta a note. As I said with Trey Wallace, as I said with Josh Pate, 
Go ahead and drop him a note. Let him know how much you appreciate him making time for the Aaron Torres podcast. John Fanta was awesome. John Fanta is great. Uh, And I really, really just genuinely enjoy talking to him and learning a little bit more about his background, who he is, and what he does. So no more time to waste. John Fanta, Big East, BigEast.com, FoxSports.com, Fox Sports Broadcast. John Fanta is going to be great. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, joining me via Zoom, um, a guy, you know, I'll be honest, I've wanted to have this guy on for a long time. Uh, and my goodness, talk about living your best life. For those watching on YouTube, John Fanta, <laughs> Big East, uh, Big East commentator, Big East broadcaster, FoxSports.com, Field of 68. The guy is literally headed on vacation, essentially, it's more or less vacation <laughs> the second that this interview is done. My man, I appreciate you doing this. How you doing? Aaron, I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me. Yes, we are talking ahead of the, the holiday weekend. So heading down the Jersey Shore. Anybody from Jersey that's listening, I, I'm originally from the west side of Cleveland, so I'm a diehard Cleveland sports fan, man. But now I call Jersey home, and New Jersey gets a bad rap, but it is a great summer area to go spend some time during those hot months. But it's a pleasure to be with you. I've been trying to get on the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast for a while, so this is a dream come true. I'm glad we're linking up, my man. It's good to see your face. Well, it's great to see you. Uh, First of all, I don't know if you know this about me. I grew up in Connecticut. Uh, I am a Husky, so I'm very familiar with the Jersey Shore. First of all, you know, some of the stereotypes that you've seen on MTV are true. You know, my wife is from California, so she thinks it's all for TV. I said, no, 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 no. Go down to the shore on a Thursday night. You'll see some things. But it is a beautiful area to uh, to 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 visit and, and spend time. And so, you know, it's interesting, John. You know, I I see you tweeting a lot about the Browns and the the now Guardians. <laughs> um, so you're from Cleveland. So so let's just get into it a little bit because I've I've always wondered. I mean, we see on Saturdays and Tuesdays and Wednesday nights on on Fox and Fox Sports One and all that. 
Um, so you grew up in the Cleveland area. Uh, yeah. Sports just w- w- always been a pat. I mean, it's if you're watching the Guardians on a Tuesday, it must be. But I, I assume sports, since as long as you can remember, always a passion. Sports has always been a passion. And my Cleveland roots are the biggest reason why. Because that's a town, Aaron. You live, breathe, sleep, die your sports teams. It's part of the weekly calendar and let's face it uh it's northeast ohio it's a beautiful area during the summer it does not get talked about enough for how great of a city it's become i think cleveland's really built itself up uh one guy named james has a thing or two to to do with that winning a championship in cleveland finally bringing a title home but also everything that he meant to the town's economy uh but i i would say this uh it's not as if it's a town where it's a nashville or a New Orleans, or even a New York City. That's not Cleveland. It's a blue-collar town. You earn what you get. And on a day-to-day basis, it's not like there's tons of shows going on in town or tons of acts to see. Sports is the act. And for eight or nine Sundays in the fall, the Cleveland Browns, whether they're 0-16 or a playoff team like they were now, two seasons ago they are what you grow up on year round and obviously year round for a bad reason right now with the quarterback situation nationally but by the same token that for me was my childhood I grew up listening to the voices of Joe Tate on the Cavaliers Jim Donovan on the Browns if you ever listen to a Browns radio highlight you would know Jim's voice he's amazing and then a guy named Tom Hamilton the voice of the Indians, now Guardians, growing up with great voices and then having a grandfather who really uh, just instilled the sports lifestyle in me and having a dad who, who was so passionate as well, that passion rubbed off on me. And it's an unwavering passion. You know, it, it really is. It, it's a town that has withstood a lot. Uh, I was just growing up when the Cleveland Browns were coming back into town after they had left for Baltimore. The fact that the fan base never lost their passion, never lost their love, that rubbed off on me then growing up as a kid. And I learned, Darren, that just because your team loses doesn't mean you leave them. That's one quality I learned as a sports fan. So I've never left my Cleveland teams, but that instilled the love for me that then translated throughout my upbringing. I went to St. Ignatius High School, in Cleveland, people may know them for their football, but Charles Bentley, Brian Hoyer, uh, guys like that, and a legend, Chuck Kyle, who I'll shout out, hits his last season as the head coach at St. Ignatius. And then I ended up saying, you know what? I love Cleveland with a passion, but it's time for me to move out of my comfort zone. And that's what led me uh, near you, where, where you were growing up in Connecticut, to the New York, New Jersey area for where I call home now uh, for my career. And I always say, you know, and, and Rob Dowster is a good friend of yours, he's a good friend of mine. We've, we've talked about it. He grew up in Connecticut about probably 45 minutes from where I grew up. I think it's a reason that I have a, a passion for college basketball and college sports right now is because when you grow up, in my case, when you grow up on the Jim Calhoun UConn teams, um, you know, it, it's hard not to love college basketball. Let me ask you this. You, you said you heard the voices and the, 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 the great people that cover the sports when did you go from being a fan to I'm going to try and pursue this as a career, right? Because I think we all grow up as fans, 
And I think some of us, you know, everybody wants to do what you do now. Um, but but was there a moment in time that you remember or or was it just always I'm going to be in sports? Because I, I can say from my perspective at this point, I don't think I'm I'm even you know qualified to do anything other than talk sports. When did you realize that this could be a career or something that you wanted to make a career? Two times, two moments that really stick out. Jim Tomey hitting a baseball out of Jacobs Field, straight out of Jacobs Field, out of many baseballs that he hit throughout his career. I love Jim Tomey. I would turn down the game and start calling it at the age of six or seven in front of my TV. Especially when he came up to bat. That's one. And then two, Aaron, I have the fondest memories growing up. And this is where people ask, where's your love for basketball come from? Well, I'm 26. I was eight years old when LeBron James got drafted. So that becomes, that becomes, you know, your, your upbringing. And I will never forget listening to Marv Albert call LeBron James willing the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2007 to an Eastern Conference Finals Game 5 win in Detroit in which LeBron scored 25 consecutive points for the wine and gold. They win that game over the likes of Chauncey Billups, Rasheed Wallace, Tayshaun Prince. We can go right down the line to how tough those Pistons teams were. Marv's ability to capture the moment is, is a huge inspiring thing for me and and it said to me I want to do this for a living I want to capture these moments I want to be the guy that gives you those types of 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 moments and then I would sit here and say those are the two moments in my childhood as time went along Aaron I remember watching the Big East tournament come on back when the old Big East was on the four-letter network and you would watch Big East basketball all day from Madison Square Garden. And I was thinking a kid in Cleveland that New York City is so far away. And, oh, what a stage that has to be. It looks amazing on TV. And now you think about the fact that I, I get to, to think about something that I envisioned, something that I dreamed about. Maybe, maybe I get to go as a fan someday. Well, I love the broadcasters, and there's so many great voices in the Big East tournament. But, like, what's so cool for me, man, is – I grew up with Gus Johnson. I grew up with Ian Eagle. I grew up with Tim Brando. Um, I grew up with Bill Raftery. And, and there's a story behind that too. I grew up watching Andy Katz host a daily college basketball show in his previous job. Like those are the types of things that I get goosebumps because I always dreamed about encountering those people. The fact that I get to cross paths and actually work with them from time to time is a dream come true and and no doubt about it humility putting your head down and working two things but it all goes back to those cleveland voices i remember from an early age i would turn the volume down and say i want to call this game i want to do this for a living so it was very very early i did the pa announcements in grade school aaron like <laughs> i would try to do anything i could to get on a microphone well and i think that's an important lesson right i mean i think anybody that has had any level of success um, people look at and say, wow, you know, John's young or this guy's young or that girl's young. I mean, you have at this point 20 years of reps. Let's say, I don't know when you started with the uh, with Fox, excuse me, but say it was 20, 
you know, 18, that's 15 years of reps at that point. This didn't happen for you overnight. Is that fair to say? It didn't happen overnight. It, it I called 300 plus some odd events in high school when, when 40 people were watching and they were all parents. And I called things from baseball to rugby, to lacrosse, to soccer, to hockey. I, I didn't know how to call hockey, Aaron. So guess what I did? I would set up the broadcast for our broadcasters in high school. I would do the pregame, halftime, and postgame show. Because I could talk about the game. I just can't do play-by-play. In other words, my advice to anybody out there that wants to get into this, I don't care if you're 18. I don't care if you're 40. Just say yes. Yep. You're, in a cert- you're in a certain place for a certain reason. There's always a reason for it. It might not be your last stop. But if you say no, trust me, somebody else is going to say yes. And they'll benefit off of it themselves. Let's face it. I am not a small individual. Having said this, I'm not an athletic individual. I tried playing left guard in high school. I was basically a turnstile. My quarterback would come in the huddle and look at me as a left guard. And his eyes would grow huge because he's thinking, I got to try to save my own life here with Fanta blocking for me. I was not a good left guard. A lot of holding penalties. That being said, um, I, I, after my sophomore year of playing high school football, my coach said, maybe you should go in the broadcast booth. And he was exactly right. And that's exactly what I did. And then there were things, Aaron, that happened. There were things that happened. You're in a certain place for a certain reason. The following year, because I decided to go into broadcasting, St. Ignatius won the state championship. Instead of riding the pine, I'm at Fawcett Stadium in the press box for the Ohio State title game. I'm the play-by-play voice of a state championship football game at the high school level at the home of the Hall of Fame in a broadcast booth that Al Michaels yeah. has occupied for that Sunday night game uh, to start off the NFL season. So you're in a certain spot for a certain reason. And there's an even more amazing story here as I go on. And I want to share this with people. Please, please. When I got to Seton Hall, because that's where I did my undergrad. I did I'm my undergrad at Seton, yep. Seton Hall University. I was on campus for two weeks. Aaron, I didn't know a soul. I was actually very scared because I'm thinking, did I make the wrong decision by going out of my comfort zone? I was helping out with broadcasts for the university of minor sports on campus. There was a soccer game on a Thursday. It got rained out due to lightning. It got postponed to Friday. They didn't have a play-by-play announcer for Friday. One of the guys that produces the broadcast came up to me and said, Hey, I've listened to about two minutes of your football tape. Can you call this soccer game? Five minutes before kickoff. I don't know much about soccer. I don't know much about college soccer. I don't know much about anything. Guess what I said to him? Yes. The broadcast wrapped up. He came up to me and goes, when can you be back? And I've been coming back ever since. It's a great, it's a great story, you know, not to make this about me, but I tend to do that from time to time. No, I'm actually coming up on, the five year, so July 4th, 2017 was the first ever time I was on Fox Sports Radio. So we, you know, by the time people listen to this, we'll have just passed my fifth anniversary. But the way I got in was I knew LeVar Ball and Lonzo Ball and LaMelo Ball since, Le, Le, you know, Lonzo was probably a sophomore. LaMelo was probably about sixth or seventh grade. And when Lonzo blew up, I was the guy that knew the family and could, could speak on it. And that's how I got to know Chris Broussard and Colin Coward, all these guys. And that led me to, Hey, can you, Hey, Lonzo's playing in summer league tonight or tomorrow or the next day or whatever. Can you, can you host with us? Which led to 
uh, very gracious to do what I do now. So it, it speaks to that and uh, it speaks to it. So Seton Hall, I don't, again, I talk about myself enough. We don't need to talk about me. So Seton Hall, um, go, go, were you going to say something? I, I don't know. I didn't know if no, I no. No, so no, no, no. Congrats, congratulations on five years. Thank you. I appreciate it. We, listen, I, I owe LeVar Ball a lot. He doesn't know it. I haven't talked to him in about three or four years, but I, I cannot thank him enough for the opportunities that he provided for me. Uh, you know, Triple B may have fallen under, but uh, it, it, in some ways it launched my career. So you said Seton <laughs> Hall and that, that <laughs> I'm glad you got a kick on. <laughs> All right. So, so here's my question on Seton Hall. I don't know a ton about how things operate, right? But I know me going to UConn it wasn't Syracuse. It wasn't Missouri. It wasn't these schools that, you know, every, you know, if you want to go to, if you want to learn business, you go to Penn and you go to Wharton, right? If you want to learn play by play, you go to Syracuse. But I've always said me going to UConn opened up doors because there was no linear pathway that Marv Albert, Gus Johnson, whoever walked through. Was that your, I don't want to disparage Seton Hall at all, but was that your experience there? And, and was it, it, it seems like it turned out to be the right decision for you. It did turn out to be the right decision. So I looked at Syracuse. I looked at Fordham, the home of WFUV. Great, great school. Mike Breen, Vince Scully, the list goes on and on. Ryan Rucco. I looked at all your mainstream media schools. Uh, St. Bonaventure has a great TV program. Oh, ranging from all different sizes, too. St. Bonaventure had an enrollment of a couple thousand. Syracuse is a huge pond. Fordham is Fordham. St. John's. Uh, had a TV program. And then I looked at Ohio too, at Ohio U, uh, home of the Scripps School. Great program because they're linked up with the Olympics. Uh, they, they send their student journalists out to the Olympics in a program with NBC. I looked all over. A college counselor named Linda Gabor. In my junior year of high school, Aaron, I'm getting ready to go on a tour to Syracuse Fordham on a weekend. And she said, you know, while you're in the New York, New Jersey area, you should take a look at this Seton Hill University. Now, there is a Seton Hill, but it's, it, she meant to say Seton Hall. She hands me a brochure. If she never handed me that brochure, I never end up on the campus of Seton Hall. So I, we go out there, I go with my dad, and we're touring the campus. And at that time, my freshman year of college, was the first year of the reconfigured Big East. But we're walking on campus and, you know, I like the feel of it. It's in this small village, South Orange, New Jersey. And my dad kept saying to me, you know, think about this, like, look, Syracuse, it's a big pond, you know? And, and, and I, I didn't love that necessarily about Syracuse. And, and the thing about it was Aaron and everybody goes to different places and to the people who go to Syracuse, it's, it's the standard, right? I kind of like the idea that I didn't have to wait till my sophomore or junior year to get on the air. And that's why I picked Seton Hall was because I could walk in, I could work hard, put my head down and get, and get going. And my dad said, look, if you get your, put your head down and get going, Madison Square Garden, the Big East Conference, you might have a shot as a student to get some eyeballs. Well, Aaron, wouldn't you know it that during my four years at Seton Hall, the program won their first Big East tournament championship yeah. since 1993? Like, it's we talk about being at, at a place for a certain reason. As I'm doing stuff, 
for the website and, and the radio station and the TV station, there's an ascendance. And it's a classic example. We as journalists, like we get painted out sometimes or, you know, broadcasters, whatever. We get painted out to always be looking for the, the hot scandal or the, the story that brings people down. Let me tell you something. Nothing benefits us more than when a team is winning. It does well for all traffic. Uh, and you know this as, you, as a UConn person. I, my, my numbers, I see what they do when UConn's winning. They're better than any other numbers in the Big East because it's a state school and people follow it. The point is, at Seton Hall, it was a great choice because there are terrific people. I was part of a place that was really on the rise and still is rising. And it was a golden time and still in that time for the program in men's basketball. But I got to do all kinds of different things and had an autonomy level. I traveled over half the country and the university paid for it. You know, like I was able to get on trips to MTEs. I did a tournament from Pearl Harbor. I did play by play and then I did interviews. Seton Hall is in the Pearl Harbor Invitational. Went to Charleston, went to Denver, went to Florida. Like all this is a student. They, opened up a door for me. And yes, I had to step into it, but I'm telling you, it's the great place. Bob Lee, the original general at ESPN went there. He's now given back a lot in his retirement. They're building a huge TV studio and a center for sports media right now. This, had, this school has a chance to really keep on climbing in the broadcasting ranks. And for me, I'm forever grateful to Seton Hall because they gave this kid from Cleveland a chance. And with that, I got in the metropolitan area. I did things on campus. I interned for Westwood One, NBC, Fox Sports in LA. It was a joy and, and it turned out to be the best decision of my life. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Real quick, you mentioned your dad a few times. The, how about the impact that your parents have had on your career? I mean, I, I don't want to assume anything but it seems as though they've been supportive and and been great guidance for you no question about it and I will say this and I, I hope that this resonates with people my parents were married for 24 years they did get a divorce uh in 2017 and I'm I'm comfortable as they would be talking about it I do think that people this is a a life story I'll share with you when, when a couple gets divorced, a lot of the people around that couple or a lot of the people around the situation want to just kind of stay away from the situation because they don't want to, you know, you don't want to get involved. <coughs> but just because spouses get divorced doesn't mean that parents get divorced. And they have always, they've always been great parents to me. 
Uh, my mom, Molly, is a saint. She's raised four kids. She has always been supportive of me. I can't tell you how much I've learned from her. My dad, Jerry, has been so good at driving me in my career, saying, take that shot. Say yes. You got to work hard. He was hard on me. But two amazing, amazing parents um, and, and three great grandparents that, that have been so supportive throughout. Of, you know, I didn't know my, my other grandfather, but family is so important in this. My family's back in Ohio. You know, now I've found a, a beautiful fiance, Victoria, and, and it's been great to become part of her family and really have a family now in New Jersey. But I can't tell you how important family is throughout the, the journey, throughout the process. And especially in these times, you know, the last three years have been hard. I would, I would hope that it's taught us one thing, and that is all this other stuff is minuscule compared to the fact that you've got your loved ones. And it's, it's made me hold them closer. I'll, I'll give you a brief story. When COVID hit in 2020, I was at Madison Square Garden when the Big East tournament shut down. Aaron, I'm looking at the writing on the wall. My grandpa was going into hospice. He was my best friend. His name was also John. I had the, the thought, and I don't know where it came from. I had the thought, go home. Like something's telling me, go home. Go, be, go do something productive. The world is shutting down. Do you want to go to your apartment in New Jersey and sit around? Or do you want to go do something productive? I booked a plane ticket, a one-way ticket to Cleveland from, from New York that night, went home. I got to spend the last two and a half months with my grandpa. When you're in hospice, let's face it, I wore a mask. I was away from him. The doctor, you know, the people that are caretaking it at that point, it's like, be with your loved one. COVID is COVID. The person is, is dying. I was able to spend two and a half months with my grandpa. And those were the best two and a half months of my life because I, I felt like I was doing something more rewarding than anything I've done in my career. I got to spend a lot of time that I hadn't had in recent years because I was so career focused. So out of a huge negative of COVID, my point is it got me back to my family and that was a big positive. And I got to be there with my grandpa till the very end. Yeah, the, the reason I asked about family is two things is one, you know, obviously, hopefully a lot of people listen to this and young, old, whatever, but the impact that, that parents can have. I mean, I'll just give you an example from our world in college basketball. Um, you know, I got to know the Bancaro family pretty well over the last three, four, five years. And I can't speak to like the reason that kid's the number one pick, not just because of the skill, size, whatever. I mean, the parents are as good of people as you meet. And then unfortunately, like anything else, you know, there, there's negative influence. There's this, those parents kept that circle so tight, kept him so focused on his main mm -hmm. thing. And what, and I'm fortunate enough. I have two great parents as well. They're divorced, no big deal, whatever, but same thing, totally supportive. You know, they're both doing well, they're both healthy. And then the family thing is really interesting about what you said about spending time with them. Uh, as people listen to this, I will be on vacation with my wife, with her parents and my mom's coming this year. And as I record, I'm very nervous because I haven't gone on a vacation with my mom in about, you know, probably 10 years. But as, as COVID went on, she was on the East Coast. I was on the West Coast. We spent a lot of time on Zoom. And in a lot of ways, I feel like I'm closer with her now than I ever was, even though we maybe spent less yes. time together. So, so real quick, you got to run here in a few minutes. Um, just talk to me about, you know, listen, you cover all college hoops. You cover all college sports, really. Um, the Big East, I mean, I, I'm... I'm a big East guy, obviously, right? I, I grew up in it like you, went to the garden for those games. 
um, you know, when I was a kid and when I was in college and all that stuff. I feel like from the basketball perspective, I can't speak to baseball, although my Huskies were awesome this year. Um, <laughs> but from a basketball perspective, it feels like a conference that it's as traditional and historic as it's as, as any. But I feel like it's on the rise with Sean Miller, Thad Mata, Shaheen Holloway coming in as a guy. And, and you have a lot of beats. I'm not I'm not just pigeonholing you as the Big East guy, but how excited are no. you over these next? I mean, three great coaches coming in on top of the Huskies, on top of Providence's ascendant, on top of Seton Hall, what you said is ascendant. It feels like a pretty fun time to, to be somebody as embedded with the Big East as you are. This is a fascinating period for Big East basketball for a number of reasons. Before we look at the new hires in the league, we have to acknowledge what the league has been over the last nine years, which has been Villanova-driven. And that's why, Aaron, this is such an intriguing upcoming season because the man behind that success, the man who was 200 games over 500 over the last nine years, who's won more games than any other coach in the sport over the last decade, who's accounted for two of the last six national championships, is not going to be there. And the Jay Wright News is one of, if not the biggest single pieces of news in the college hoops offseason that we've seen because there's such a ripple effect there. He was poised to be the face of college basketball coaches here with Mike Krzyzewski and Roy Williams now gone and, and kind of a void left. But with him gone, it's really interesting to see what the landscape's going to be. Now, I do think it is directly reflective of who you are as a conference if the big-name coaches are willing to go to your league. And that's what it says to me about these hires. Now, Shaheen Holloway's a homecoming. Uh, Kyle Neptune, that was a given. But Thad Mata just doesn't get back in anywhere. And I talked with him earlier this week, and he said, it wasn't about the timing for me. It was about the situation. And yeah, he's got close ties to Butler. But Aaron, this isn't Butler of, of the old. Uh, they're, they're in a, a conference that Thad can win at a high level if he gets them going. Three years ago, people forget this in college basketball. Three years ago, Butler was top five in the country. And then they, they kind of fell off late in the year. They've got a tournament win. They almost beat Purdue, but then they lost. In the last couple of years, Laval, Jordan, it just didn't go well. The other one is, is Sean Miller and Xavier, another situational one. There were schools who called. He was very close to going to South Carolina. I have that on good record. Very, very close. Xavier... They ended up pouring enough assets in. They poured a, a big enough pitch in. We could talk about the NCAA show cause and, and the penalties and whatnot till the sun comes up. But Sean Miller's won over 70% of the games he's coached in. That's a big-time hire for the Musketeers, a program that it wasn't that long ago they were in the Elite Eight and they were, number one seed. They were getting, number one getting seed. A, a number one seed, a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Like, that wasn't that far ago. It's, it's happened in the last – what five years so this is an interesting time for big east basketball i think the conference is in a very good place there's an open door now who carries the torch for this league i don't know if there's any you don't just just like you don't replace a great great player there's not one guy that replaces the load that jay wright carried but i think it could offer more parity it could offer others being able to get to the top and win that regular season title i don't know how villanova achieves the same amount of success 
with Jay Wright not on the sidelines. I think they'll still be a good program. But I'm looking at Creighton. I'm looking at UConn. I'm even looking at Ed Cooley at Providence in the season that they just had. And Shaheen Holloway, if he could take St. Peter's to an Elite Eight, Aaron, what can he do at his alma mater? This is a really interesting time in the league. I think that they have achieved sustainable success. And the reason why people like the Big East is this. They have veteran players. It's not a one-and-done league. They had one player get drafted this past year. And a lot of people, like I'm in a group chat with college hoops writers. A lot of people that night said, bad night for the Big East. Only one player drafted. Of course you want numerous players drafted. But guess what, folks? The Big East isn't that. It's a league with great college players. Sometimes there's NBA players. And I know as Connecticut fans, they want NBA players. And, and I think that they've got a couple future ones. My point is, it's a great college basketball league. It's what college hoops strives to be. And it's a basketball first conference. Always has been at the end of the day. And that's why I think people enjoy it. And I'm really excited to cover this league this year because I got to tell you, Aaron, beyond Creighton at number one in this league, I do not know what this league's going to look like from two to eight. I think it's totally fair. Uh, great place to end. John Fanta again, uh, Big East basketball on FS1, Fox, FS2, all the Fox properties, foxsports.com. So you're going to the Jersey Shore. What else you got on tap for the summer? I mean, I, I know that the work in college sports never really stops these days. One, I'm glad you're getting away for a few days. What else you got going on before people see you again on Fox uh, in the fall and in the winter? So taking on a new writing role with foxsports.com and a reporting role with them. I'm rolling out an NBA draft series right now on, on player fits with certain teams. Uh, we've, we've got uh, Chet Holmgren and, and Paolo Bancaro pieces coming, but we've done Dalen Terry, who I think, I think was a steal with the Bulls. I, I really think the Bulls might've gotten the, the home run pick of the teens in this draft. Talked about Max Christie with the Lakers a little bit. So we've been rolling those out. Patrick Baldwin Jr., I don't think could have asked for a better landing spot than the Warriors because their developmental ability. So we're rolling those out. I've got a big feature coming in a couple of weeks, and I'll give you who it's on. Trace Jackson Davis coming back, coming back to Indiana. How that happened, I think people are really going to be interested to hear how this exactly went down. But Aaron, in, in this time of college hoops, NIL, it's so ironic that the very thing that college sports officials were saying would be a, a, a death sentence, would, would kill the way they do things. Does it alter it? Yes, it does. Is it pay for play? We could talk about that. And it essentially is for, for some of these guys. But the very thing that college sports people said would really hurt them is helping them because some of the great players in the sport are coming back. We get Trace Jackson Davis in Indiana. They're going to be relevant. That's good for college basketball. Oscar Sheeway comes back to Kentucky. Is there any program with more pressure on them heading into this season than Kentucky, who's had back-to-back failures, frankly, because you lose to St. Peter's, and then the year before that, you fell flat on your face? Armando Baycock comes back to North Carolina, and they've got the majority of their quarterback, and a good college player in Pete Nance heads over to UNC. This is healthy for college basketball. Identifiable recognizable faces coming back. So I'll be discussing that on foxsports.com over the coming weeks and months. Really excited about it. John Fanta, you can hear the passion in his voice for college basketball. Uh, Make sure you're following him on Twitter. I'm sure everybody is already at John underscore Fanta. Uh, 
man, I appreciate this. And uh, this was the first time since you said that you've been waiting for the invite. I'll make sure that it's not the last one. Man, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, John. We're going to talk more UConn Huskies next time. That's Woo! for sure. Interesting oh. team. They made some good changes. Going to be better on the perimeter this season. I look forward to chatting with you about that. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.